What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. So let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys to give me an idea that would make mining more fun. And this is what you guys had to say. Alex the King says, a drill. It can insta-mine obsidian with haste 2 and efficiency 5. It mines in a 3x3 area instead of 1x1. You can craft it with one netherite block, three diamond blocks, and three iron blocks. Thanks for the podcast. Great idea, Alex the King. Robert the Yeater says, maybe there should be fewer lava pockets the deeper down you go to encourage going deeper along with the new diamond mining change. And lava pockets are the worst. Well, it sounds like you've had a lot of bad experience with lava pockets, Robert, but good idea. Sean says, maybe you could find random different fossils that you can collect. I would love to be able to collect fossils in Minecraft, and I would also love to be able to bring some of those fossils back to life as ancient mobs. Avocado says, if you surround TNT with gunpowder, it makes a stronger TNT that can blow up deep slate easily. I would love to be able to mine more with TNT. Uh, Bella says, there could be a lot more structures found underground that have tough, tough puzzles which grant good rewards. That would be really cool. James J says, Deep Slate Golem. When built, it follows you around and allows you to mine Deep Slate at the same speed as you do stone. I am in favor of this idea, 100%. Lucas says, Add the Rascal. I agree, Lucas. We want the Rascal. Add the Rascal. <laughs> we should have voted for the Rascal, guys. Voyage Strider says, a compass that leads you to different ores. For example, a diamond compass could be crafted by a compass with diamonds on all sides. It would then point to the nearest vein within 10 blocks. I love ideas like that one because it would be cool to have some way of kind of honing in on certain ores and stuff. I, I think that it would be really cool um, to have some sort of way to to just go ahead and pinpoint it, even if it's not, you know, directly pointing you to diamonds, maybe it's pointing you in the chunk or towards, you know, where the closest diamonds to you are and you just follow that direction instead of it pinpointing exactly where they are. It just gives you a general direction to follow. Might be a cool idea. Well, uh, guys, thanks for the ideas. And if you guys want to take part in an upcoming episode's Q&A segment, go to this episode on Spotify and interact with the Q&A post there, and I will do my best to read out as many answers as I can in an upcoming episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's get into the main discussion of this episode. 
in the past few episodes, I was talking about the one of the latest snapshots that they came out with that introduced some changes to villager trades. Essentially, what was going on was that they were honing in on the librarian trades and saying, look, different biomes are now going to have different trades with the librarians. Um, not every uh, enchanted book is going to be able to be found in every biome. But instead, if you want to find a specific book, you're going to have to go to a specific biome. And very special books are going to be gatekept behind the fact that you have to have go to the correct biome, find a librarian there, and level them up all the way to master level to unlock that special book. If you're wondering... Mending is only going to be found in uh, swamp villages, or I should say swamp librarian villagers master level. So <laughs> there's a lot of things going on there because swamp villages and jungle villages don't exist, yet swamp villager librarians and jungle librarians are going to be holding some very important books that we are going to want to have. So Mojang is essentially wanting us to bring about jungle and swamp villagers. Uh, the only way you can do that is by, um, I believe, breeding villagers in those biomes by transplanting them from another biome. Uh, and that way you have swamp and jungle villagers. But there has been a lot of backlash in the community that I've seen over this decision. A lot of people are saying that it's going to ruin the way that they play Minecraft, and there's just a lot of negativity out there. And I see their point. Even though I don't necessarily share the same concerns that they do, I see their point. I see why it can be such a negative thing and why people are so frustrated. I propose that there are some things that Mojang could do to sort of balance this out and make um, make this change appeal to the wider player base. Um, so while, you know, they're encouraging us to go explore and go engage with all the different biomes and villages, um, maybe there's some better ways to do this. So swamp and jungle villages, I kind of feel like we should have them now. I I'm kind of seeing that, yeah, maybe these, since there are villagers that go to these biomes, maybe we should have villages for them. It just kind of makes sense within the lore of the game. And, you know, it's not that big of a challenge to to get them anyway. So let's just add jungle and swamp villages. These could be smaller villages and maybe even more like outposts or camps just to make them a little harder to find if they want to keep that challenge in there. And they could introduce interesting architecture because villages are going to have to be very different to exist in these biomes. They're going to have to be built around trees, be able to be lifted up out of water, all sorts of things. Um, maybe we could find visiting villagers in a different biome. So say you go to a plains biome, maybe you could find a villager there that seems to be visiting from another biome. This could be a snowy tundra bi uh, biome villager. It could be a jungle villager. It could be any of those kind of villagers. And you have a chance to find one of these when you find a new village. And I mean, the, the lore behind it is that this villager just went on a holiday. This villager just went on a vacation to another biome. Maybe they're visiting a cousin. I don't know. But they, but you find a villager in a biome that they don't really match with. Um, and this makes sense, too, because obviously these are living beings and they have a life. And why can't they travel? Uh, maybe we could find jungle or swamp villagers as prisoners in outposts or mansions. If we don't want to give them their own villages, why not have them... Uh, spawn naturally in other places of the world. And I think as prisoners in outposts or mansions, 
might give us a clue as to why there are no villages for these villagers. Maybe these villagers are wiped out by the illagers. Who knows? Another way, because a lot of people are talking about how it's going to be really hard to get all the books now that they have to get all sorts of villages from all sorts of biomes, maybe we need to be able to move villagers around a lot easier. And here's my suggestion. Villagers should be able to ride pigs. All right. Villagers should want to ride pigs. You give them a pig with a saddle, they jump on it. All right. <laughs> maybe they just love to ride pigs with saddles. Or maybe it's just the nitwit. Let's give the nitwit a little bit of use. Maybe you want to bring villagers from different biomes back to your base to make a trading call. Go after the nitwits. They're going to jump on the pigs and then you can lead them back with carrots all the way back to your base without having to wrangle a villager who's just free roaming everywhere. The main thing is, and I'm going to stop the, the, the discussion here. The main thing is, if they're going to implement these trade changes, they're going to have to change a few more things to appeal to the wire player base. The changes so far expressed don't seem very complete. It seems like there's a few pieces missing, and I won't be surprised at all if they come back and they say, look, guys, we hear you, and here are some ways we're going to compromise. So let's look out for that in the future, and that's going to bring us to the end of this episode, guys. So if you have any questions, comments, or ideas that you want me to read out on the show, send them to me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. And as always, guys, until next episode, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock. Thank you.